Good morning, everybody. This is Jane Cormier, and welcome to Artful Living here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, We have a great show for you today. We always have a great show for you. And I always like to say right at the top of every show, don't forget that you can come on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com at any time on the website and catch any segment of Artful Living or anything else that we offer in programming here on WKXL. Um, We really want folks to know that they can listen if they have to miss a segment. And uh, we hope that you join us at WKXL. Uh, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com here on WKXL. So, um, yes, we want to uh, introduce to you today Ciara Hunt, who is the proprietor, correct, of the Postage Stamp Soap. Uh, Welcome, Ciara. Hi, how are you? Thank you. I am fine. Let me tell you, it smells great in here. Okay, if you were in our studio, you would be, oh, my goodness, it smells good in here Uh, because Ciara brought her products with with her. And uh, that's going to be great. I can look at these while we talk and give informed uh, information about her products. So thank you for doing that. So you were one of the gals that I was lucky enough to meet on market days. Yes. And I think there were probably four uh, from the whole market days that I really I kind of liked what I saw. I grabbed cards and I I gave some phone calls. And I have to say that I believe that of all the cards that we saw in Market Days, in for me anyway, just for me, I guess, uh, I thought your card was the most beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. What a beautiful logo. I mean, how did you come with that? So it's a purple card, but it's got this very light, light shaded blue, very old fashioned looking in my mind, and uh, tells the information, of course, about the postage stamp soap. But did you do this card? So I do have a friend that helps me design things like that. Wow. I love all things vintage and lace. I can tell. I do, too. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> is something that I'm drawn to. I grew up with my both my grandmothers and one of my grandmothers, all her sisters. Everyone was an antique dealer. Oh, my so goodness. Really? I was surrounded by all of that. Like, everything had nostalgia, right? Oh, my goodness. So if it was new, it was it was worthless. Everyone, you know, everyone in our family wanted something vintage, something yeah. meaningful, something that had a story. Wow. So I think that sort of comes through in everything I do. Well, it certainly came through. You know, you folks out there that have been with us, you know that I don't pre- prep my uh, my my guests for our audience right because i'm a great believer and i've said this online many on on air many times that the rhythm of the interview becomes a little bit stilted when the person interviewing already has the answers to whatever question you're asking right there's there's a there's a real truth i think that goes in the rhythm of the interview and um i it's funny we knew i knew nothing about anything that uh, Ciara just shared with us but 100% agree with you that that's that's what this card brings to mind. So really the merchandising or the you know the the making of this card was very effective, right? Thank you. Cuz you really shared what you just said in a visual on your card. So good for you. That's Thank awesome. You. And you know our last segment we were talking about August happenings uh, here in in the Granite State and one of the things we were talking about is how when I was young and I'm the last of eight kids and um, we were very, you know, 
I'd say on the lower of the middle class spectrum. And we were just very, we had two parents that both worked. It was a very, you know, fast moving place to live. And we never really embraced his, you know, what our history was, right? Antiques or the necessity to maybe have things come down, you know, through, through the generations, right? And uh, it just wasn't something that we did. But when I had kids, I really wanted them to be present in history. And so I would bring them to all kinds of antique stores and stuff. And they didn't know it at the time, but it was so that they would at least get a feeling if they couldn't necessarily, um, you know, get it all the way, like, because I didn't have it all the way when I was growing up, they could at least get a taste of of history, right? The old time stuff and the importance of seeing something that was handed down that was old and artisan. Uh, I think that that is why antique stores and consignment stores and and small businesses by like yourself are doing so well today because people are starting to harken back. I agree. I agree. It is. It's one of the reasons why I feel like we moved to Northwood, New Hampshire. We're right in the heart of Antique Alley. Yes, and it's really such a great place to live and know that um, you know you could drive for ninety seconds and really be <laughs> at an antique store and just the the thrill of the treasure hunt. Yes, walking around. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's great. This is awesome. So tell us a little bit about the postage stamp soap. So I think I'll start with the story of how we named the business. Awesome, yes. So we we lived in Newton, New Hampshire for more than 20 years. And we had um, like a life-changing event. So we decided to sell our home there and look for something with a little bit more land, something a little bit more north. Mm -hmm. And we were looking at a property actually in Tamworth, New Hampshire. Uh Uh-huh. It was. It used to be a business called Monkey Trunks. That's no longer oh, there. Oh my goodness! Okay, yes, I think I've actually been there. Yeah. So I I took the kids there at least twice, um, and it was a unique building. It was two buildings that they connected and made into one. And the building in the front was actually an old post office. Yeah. So. What was happening during this time is I was teaching myself how to make soap and thinking about getting goats to make goat's milk soap. Mm. And we happened on this property and it sort of came to me in the evening. I'm like, you know what? What an amazing, you know, amazing little shop idea to have. This would be the postage stamp soap company because it used to be an old <laughs> post office. Awesome. Ultimately, we didn't end up purchasing that property, but I fell in love with the name. Yes. And I kept it. That's that's a great story. So. That's a living story, right? Yes. Awesome, awesome. So tell us something about what products you offer. So, well, first and foremost, soap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, you know, that is definitely the main the main product that I make. And I do probably 50% goat's milk soap, and then I do 50% of what I would call other soaps. So can I ask you, just because I'm sure that there are folks listening, um, I, I, I know a little bit of the answer, but I'm sure you know a whole lot more of the answer. What would be the difference between a goat soap and and a, and a not goat soap? So every property that you put in a soap has, you know, has different nourishing effects. And really, goat's milk soap and even cow's milk and other milks—they're mm-hmm. really the enzymes in that are really nourishing to the skin. Okay. So there's a different feel, like when you 
when you wash your hands or your body with a goat's milk soap than when you use another okay, soap. That cool. I think the users of that product can can distinctly tell right away. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah. So I love my goat's milk soap, but I also recognize that. Um, I have a lot of vegan customers. Okay. And so I definitely want to make products that speak to them as of well. Course. And then I also use other items. Like I make a wonderful pumpkin soap. And Ooh. the water component in that soap is actual organic pumpkin puree. Oh, my goodness. So that's awesome. <laughs> instead of milk, instead of water, I use pumpkin. And it makes that soap this amazing color. Like just like a pumpkin pie. Oh, my goodness. That is so cool. So how long did it take you to to, um, to learn this trade? So I I feel like I took a slow road because I wanted I wanted to be correct uh-huh. in what I did. Yeah. So I read a lot of books. I watched a lot of videos, and before I actually made my first. Um, bar of soap because you know you are working with lye to make I make cold process soap Mm -hmm. so it's dangerous so I I needed to see someone else make a bar of soap in person before I would do it and just sort of like prove to myself that I wasn't going to burn my burn the skin (laughs) off my arm or something yes so I took uh, a soap making class with Lynn Iverson she's wonderful Mm -hmm. Um, and I saw her make the soap and I was like okay the next day I made my first loaf of soap so good for you so you've you've gone now and you've you've got so many products here I'm looking online and I see um, a bunch of different things and just very beautifully said on your website, which is very simple, the postage stamp company.com. So postage stamp soap company.com. Yes. Uh, Jasmine Rose looks to be a quite a beautiful one. Do you ha- do you have Jasmine Rose today? I do. Oh my gosh. So you know what? This looks a little bit like a marbleized a piece of marble, right? Because it it's it's got the color, beautiful color, mauve color. Uh, but it's got these little lines in it that is so beautiful. Really love it. And the smell. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Now, is that a, a goat milk one or is that a? Yes. So is. this is a goat's milk soap. And that beautiful color comes from a rose kaolin clay. So it's an all natural colorant. Beautiful. And then the black lines and it are actual charcoal, activated charcoal. So wow. that has um, all clays really have like a little bit of a detox. Yeah, I want to um, actually, actually ask you that on our next segment when I talk about that. So uh, we're going to take a little break here on Art for Living, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We have Sierra Hunt from the Postage Stamp Soap Company. We'll be right back. Welcome back to WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And before I go any further, I want to make sure that we give a shout out to the sponsor, our new sponsor here on Artful Living, Good Life Programs. Good Life Programs and Activities is a 50-plus health and wellness center right here in Concord, and they offer low-cost or free exercise and art classes, as well as trips, socials, and educational seminars. So thank you very much, Good Life, for being part of Artful Living, and uh, we're, th- we're thrilled to have you here and join our family. All right, if you're just joining our segment here on Artful Living, the 
postage stamp soap company is here today. Sierra Hunt, who is the owner and proprietor of this of this business, and uh, we were talking about a specific soap on the last segment, uh, which is a beautiful jasmine rose soap, really fragrant, beautiful color, and uh, it has like these little veins of uh, dark color running through it, marbleesque kind of thing. And uh, you said that that has to do with charcoal. Now I'm hearing and reading more about that. What is it about charcoal in soaps? Yeah, so um, a lot of people gravitate towards the activated charcoal soaps because they have like a detox property. Charcoal draws out um, toxins from your body. I mean, really? it's charcoal is what they use in the hospital if you eat poison. So, you know, it's really nice to use that on your face. If you're prone to acne, charcoal can help with that as really? well. It can support... Um, clearing of the skin. I've actually seen whole soaps of charcoal. I mean, isn't that like, how does that work? So you have that too, huh? Yeah, that's charcoal, baby. That's really smooth soap, huh? Very yes. smooth. So what what would this be used for? Yeah, so you can use that charcoal soap head to toe. Head to toe for yeah. what? For head what to per- toe? Um, just, I mean, obviously it has all the regular cleaning properties, but charcoal soap is really renowned for that detox property. Okay. So just more of it. Toxins. You got a little bit in the jasmine rose, which just helps along a little bit and exactly. then a, a full on with that. Gotcha. I know that that's really popular right now. Do you have any soaps that you know are just like killer selling um, for you? You know, the big, big sellers? So right now, um, even still after the season, it's my lilac soap. Oh my, yes. I love, it's my favorite scent. Oh my goodness, that is beautiful. Wowie zowie. Yeah, it's one of my favorites too. Oh my and then goodness. I I top it with a little bit of um, blue cornflower just to yeah. make it look a little prettier. Yes, on the top. Wow, that is beautiful. So is that is that the one that people gravitate to? I would say like that's definitely <laughs> one of my one of my heavy hitters. Yeah. I also make a bourbon soap that sells really well for me. Um, I do have that one here as well. Bourbon soap, holy moly! Oh my gosh, that smells beautiful. Thanks. What is the smell? The, it, the smell is different. What's in there? So that is actually beautiful. a fragrance oil versus an essential oil okay. that um, I get from a supplier. And what is the difference? Between um, fragrance and essential. Yes, yeah, that's a really good question. So an essential oil really is, it takes so much plant material to make an essential um, to make an essential oil. Yeah. So, you know, so many pounds of rose petals to make like a rose absolute. So some of them are super, super expensive. So not really um, feasible to use in a product like soap because you need so many grams of it to make just 10 bars. Of course, yeah. So... Um, so I use essential oils in many of my soaps, but I also use fragrance oils yeah, that sure. I just get from, um, there are several repertoires. And I, I'm, I'm sure that's very common. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Most. So that's, is that a men's scent more? So I would, It smells a little bit more like a, a, a man's soap. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a little bit more on the masculine scale, yeah. but I will say that I would have more women purchase it than men. Maybe they're buying it for presents. It's quite possible. Yeah. Smells great. Very different. Very nice. Thank you. So I notice on um, on your site you have all kinds of very cool things here that are, are have a different name. So why don't you tell us a little bit about those? I, like kitchen wind is a kitchen. Yeah, window? the kitchen window apothecary. So oh, 
Um, I went to, I've done level one and level two of herbal school. I attended uh, Misty Meadows in Lee, New Hampshire, and it studied under Wendy Fogg. I am looking forward to doing my level three year um, in January, and that is uh, to become a practitioner. Cool. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Good for you. I'm very excited about that. (laughs) So some of the products that I make that I feel like are more in the herbal realm, Mm -hmm. I put under that name. I see. And um, I'll tell you where I came up with that name. Absolutely. Please. I have this amazing in very large like picture window that looks out over my backyard and there's a lot of space on it and as herbalists we're always making infusions so we're gathering plant material filling a jar with it and you know pouring olive oil or a different kind Mm -hmm. of oil and letting it sit there for about a month to make these herbal infusions and if you go over my house anytime really from May to October this window is just covered in jars of herbs <laughs> and also hanging herbs drying cool. awesome. from, you know, where a curtain should be. It must I have smell great plans. in there. It does. It does. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was just looking at it and I said, oh, look at that's my kitchen window apothecary. So, Oh, there it is. There it is, is what it is. It is what it is. Awesome. Okay. So tell us about some of those products. Absolutely. So I make a few salves. I do a cut and wound salve. I do an achy joint salve made with some cayenne pepper. Really gets um, deep in there. I do a drawing salve. If you've ever had a splinter, a stinger, I use this salve really even on mosquito bites. Um, It helps just support the coming out of those Mm -hmm. agents that are irritating. And I do a black and blue support salve as well. Wow, that's good. So um, each of those, I'm sure you have to, you know, know what you're talking about to put what you're putting in each salve. Um, Something that I'm reading about a lot is, um, what is that oil? Well, the oil that we drink sometimes, kids used to take it in the old days, castor oil. Does any of those products have a castor oil? Because I understand castor oil actually does draw out as well. Yes. So um, I don't believe I have that in any of these salves, but I do use a little bit of castor in my lip balms because the castor is really viscous. It is. And very um, thick. And really nourishing topically. Okay. So I use a little bit of my lip balm in the lip, balm. in the lip balms. Yeah. And I also use castor in my shampoo bars. Cool. Yeah, it is very thick. Yeah, absolutely. So so the black and blue soft, tell us what, what that would do. Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize what uh, black and blue is fundamentally. Right. It's stagnant blood. It's And really, you want that to move. So what you want to um, break it up. Yep. You want to break it up and you want to and you want to get it moving so that can heal. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually I learned in herbal school that there was a study done on women who had breast cancer and some of them could trace it back to an accident or something that happened and their cancer was where they had had a large bruise. Is that right? So is really fascinating. My that goodness. You know, that that kind of trauma mm-hmm. that we think is normal. You, yeah. Everybody gets a bruise, right? right? Right. But you really, you really want to move that along. Right. 
disperse it. Yeah. And so, so what's in this that would so do that? This yarrow based. So plant medicine is so fascinating. And that is one of the plants that helps to. What is it called? Yarrow. Yarrow. I've and never it's heard in it. everybody's yard. <laughs> Get out of here. It is. How do you spell it? Um, Y-A-R-R-O-W. I've never heard of it. It looks like Queen Anne's lace a little bit, but it's not. Um, its leaves are look like little ferns. Really? And that's how you tell the difference. Yeah. My goodness. And, wow. And yeah, you can find it almost everywhere. It grows where it wants to grow. Uh-huh. Like the dandelion. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're just figuring out how good that is. Right. You know? Right. So if the yarrow, what do you do with it? How do you make this? So yeah, so what I, um, to extract the plant properties, I do one of those jar infusions. Okay. So I gather the plant, I um, put it in a jar with some oils and let it sit there for wow. a month. I, I seem to go a little bit more than a month to try to really get the properties. There's faster ways of doing an infusion. You can do it over slow, like a double boiler, mm -hmm. slow heat on a stove. Okay. But I you like to let it sit. Yeah, probably. I do. I feel like the plant's more giving of itself when you give it the time it needs. Right. And it's not necessarily shocking the, the chemistry of it either. Right. Just letting it right. age. And so then you just strain off the mark, the plant material, yeah. and you use the oil. And you Isn't can always cool? you can you can always smell it in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? This whole this whole uh, business that's being propped up that's that's coming you know and really showing itself in our world I, I find it so fascinating because we really haven't had up until maybe the last 10 years um, real dialogue about what all of these products are offering you know and the difference between them and the one that you buy in the store really important all right we're going to take a little break here wkxl 1450 a.m 103.9 fm concord and 101.9 fm in manchester new hampshire talkradio.com artful living here we will be right back after the break We're back. This is Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. Our guest today is Sierra Hunt from the Postage Stamp Soap Company, and uh, we're learning about her business and all of the things that she offers. Pretty cool stuff. Um, I'm on I'm on your uh, site right now, and I see something in here with pretty cool packaging, too. Uh, a round box, a round, you know, container, postage stamp, sandalwood lotion bar or lavender lotion bar. So what is that? Well, you know, it's easy to carry around a giant tube of lotion in your purse, right? right. Yeah. Um, and I did that for so many years. And when I started making products, I figured out that I could take that liquid lotion and do it in a much more portable form and make it a solid okay. by eliminating all the water components. Okay. And so that is what we have here. It's so cute. So and it's a pretty small little round, looks like a little piece of soap, but it's a lotion? Yep. It it's would, a lotion bar. And so you would, it's, you would just rub it on like you would a liquid wow. lotion. This is it's really lemon. I was going to say. Oh, it's, no, it's that one. It's the lavender, lavender. Yeah. Lavender lotion. It smells like lemon. 
You have lemon in there, I'm sure. No? I don't have lemon in there. It could be all the smells from the room. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe my nose. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a very light um, lotion, you know. Very beautiful. I love the, the container. And yeah, it's this. It's a tiny little round thing, so it's a lot easier to carry around. Beautiful in your purse. Doesn't take up a lot of space. Doesn't weigh a lot. And you know what people don't realize is a lotion with a water base. It's you know bacteria starts to grow in there right away. Yeah, because there's water, and so you're touching it. You're putting the cap back on. All those lotions have expiration dates. Yeah, and I'm sure if you looked at the one in your purse right now, it if would you've be had way it for off. Well, yeah. <laughs> It be might way be way off. Plus, the water content on them to make they don't last. You right. know, they don't really do anything. Right. And depending on you know the lotion you use, you can actually be drier after you've used it. Absolutely. Than you were before you used it. You know. But this is beautiful. Thank you. And I noticed that on the side it says "made of bamboo." Yes. Yep. And no tree was harmed. No tree was harmed it's in the making beautiful. of that container. I try really hard to use materials in my packaging that are really sustainable. Sure. Um, I do have a little bit of plastic, and, and actually there's a little story with the, the plastic containers that my sobs are in. I had a friend who was going to throw out 400 of them, oh. and so I feel like I saved them from the landfill. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> and use them well. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you know, sometimes you have to go with the flow. I, I understand being a good steward, but you know what? That would have been a waste. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He had a ton of them and he said he was just going to get rid of them if I wanted them. I'm like, I would absolutely take them. Great. And put them to use. Absolutely. Good for you. So um, one of the things that I see on here is a deodorant. Yes. And um, that's in a similar long tube, tubular, you know, box like the other one. It And it operates like a push pop because there's no twisty. So yeah. you just push up on you the push bottom. push up on yep. the bottom. Right. So... Um, Wow, this this is pretty cool. So coconut oil, beeswax, it's just all natural stuff in here. Um, you know what? I'm probably giving more information than I should, but here I go. Um, my whole life, because I, I was a performing artist, okay, and um, good portion of the middle part of my life was on stage, right, performing hot lights, that whole thing. And uh, I never had to use a deodorant. Now, I know that that sounds weird. I don't know why, right? Because I was always conscious, you know, I, everybody's, you know, using deodorant, especially on the theater, you know, before you go out, because you could sweat under the lights, under the big costumes and stuff. Right, right. And uh, people used to laugh at me, and I said, no, I, n- I never, I just don't need it. You know, you know if you smell, you know, you could find that out. Well, that's not true anymore. And uh, so I started doing some research about deodorants. And, uh, of course, the aluminum nightmare, that, that's, I think, really true. Um, you can try to find these deodorants online or on the stores that don't have the aluminum. I haven't found one yet that works. Um, you know, so I, I am in the market. I am looking. I'm trying to find something that uh, will, you know, I don't need a super, super duper, but I need something. And uh, I'm having trouble finding it. You know, sometimes they're so hard, harsh, you know, the 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 stuff, not like yours, I'm saying, but uh, the stuff that doesn't have the aluminum or that's what they call more organic. Right. It doesn't seem to move well. Um, and I don't like the smell sometimes. So it's very drying. I mean, I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? So I'm using right now cornstarch powder. Um, but 
really, you know, I'd like to get a deodorant. So tell me a little bit about your deodorant, what you do with it and how it works and that whole thing. Sure. So this is, I feel like, a, a moisturizing deodorant. Okay. It's definitely not a super hard um, bar. I will say that it's a true deodorant. It doesn't stop you from sweating like mm. some of the products that you can get at the store. Yeah. Um, it is odor absorbing. I feel like it it goes on a little bit thick, and I usually um, tell people to let it dry for a couple minutes before you put your shirt on, okay. just in case. Um, and that's because there are no chemicals in it. Right. But I do think it, it slides on really nice. I use it, mm-hmm. um, and and I like it. I so I'll give you one, and you oh. can and you can report <laughs> back to me. And really, let me know how it does. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! That's well, for see you. that. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And I put I use a blend of essential oils in there. Yeah, I, I feel like see. the the tea tree um, is probably the one that stands out the most when you smell it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. Wowie, zowie. Thank you very much. I Absolutely. appreciate that. I'm going to give it a try. You never right. know, right? Absolutely. So, um, the the whole natural deodorant phenomenon. You know, even in stores now, you're finding it. Yes. And yep. uh, you know, they're smartening up. I think about that. And I'm glad. I'm glad. There's. I mean, you have lymph nodes in there. Right. You know. I mean, really, it's kind of important. It is. <laughs> you know? And sticking stuff down, you know, on your arm and your pit that could have some you know, changes going on with that, that that whole immune system is so, I'm sure it's very delicate in a lot of ways. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. So that's great. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, you know, there's the other phenomenon where people are using deodorant in places where they didn't use deodorant yeah. before. What's with that? Yeah. Um, I I've, I've just recently saw something about that, you know, and thought that was really, they're, they're selling all over deodorant. Right. Hmm. Okay. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe there's stuff I don't know about that. But so, what do you think? So I, I that is formulated to use anywhere. Okay. I haven't personally used it except for under my arms. Right. But you never safe, know. I guess. Yeah, safe to use in all those places. Right, because <laughs> the product itself is all natural oil. Right. It's all whole ingredient. There's, yeah. Uh, there's no junk in there. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Interesting. All righty. So let's go to the lip balms because that seems to be. Um, you have a bunch of stuff. You have everything. Geranium rose. And lavender, you have a vegan one? Yep, I do um, two vegan lip balms that I use candelilla wax instead of beeswax. What's that? Um, it's, it really is just like a, a vegan kind of wax that is that can be used for any anything that you use beeswax in. It can substitute it. You okay. just do it at a different ratio. Like yeah. something that I used 10 grams of beeswax in, I would use 5 grams of candelilla. It's a lot harder oh. than a beeswax. Okay. Pretty cool. Well, I guess, you know what? You have to, your products need to go to the people that will purchase them, right? Absolutely. So the vegan ones are the patchouli. And what is the other one? Um, the grapefruit. Oh yeah, there I see vegan vegan grapefruit. Beautiful. And so how how long have you been in business? I've been in business for a little more than 3 years. So you're a baby. Pretty much. You're breaking in. <laughs> so uh, so tell us what you enjoy the most about the company. What is the thing you enjoy without thinking the most? I think just making. I love yeah. to make and I'm always coming up with more ideas to make something else. Um, more ideas than I can 
make my hands go fast enough to make. Yeah, <laughs> that you makes like sense. the making. Yeah, there I like the making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think when I started, I probably had um, 10 to 20 kinds of soap. And now I feel like I'm well over 40. And not all of them are on the website because wow. sometimes I have an idea and I just make one loaf of 10. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something I'm just going to bring to markets with me and, right. not, um, and not put it to the website. Right. Right, you just bring it. I see the salt bar. What it, What is a salt bar? Yeah, so I love the salt bars. A salt bar is a soap that's made with a fine grain salt. So even it's kind, of, it's just like a regular iodized like salt cool. through the whole bar soap, or you can use the sea salt. Yeah. Um, and then I do a bit of chunky salt, usually on one side. Okay. Um, for like a little extra exfoliation. So if you, we have one at our kitchen sink. We love it there. If you do something, yeah. make meatballs, work yeah. in the yard, you know, you need that yeah, little extra yeah. to get that off. But it also, even though it's exfoliating, it does feel nourishing. That's beautiful. Okay. You know what? I have a couple of questions, actually, about that when we come back. Uh, Art for Living here on WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We're going to take a little break and come back and finish up our visit with Ciara of the Postage Stamp Soap Company. Welcome back to Artful Living here. Jane Cormier, your host on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Today we have the Postage Stamp Soap Company. Uh, Ciara Hunt is the owner for this. And if you're just joining us, we've been going through the plethora of product that she offers um, on her site, which is the Postage Stamp Soap Company.com. So, and she's also, you're also at the um, arts festivals that we do here in Concord, correct? Yes. I'm not at all of them. I, I just did the one that was this past Saturday. Okay. So I had a great time at that one, and I did the market days. Right. Um, I was unable to do the other ones. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm double booked yes. uh, for on other days. Yeah. That's good. That's a good problem to have. So in the last segment, we were just talking about your salt bar, and I have one here in front of me, just beautiful. Um, what I really like about it, I don't know if it's just me, if I'm weird or what, but um, I like aesthetic. And I love the fact that these va- these bars are not only beautiful to smell and I'm sure very nice to wash with, but they look beautiful. They look just beautiful. Thank you. Marbleized. I mean, the black scotch and the salty rose um, lavender. Be- all of them. The citrus kiss. They're they're not. They just look beautiful. With the the large salt that's in the center of the bar. I mean, is that is that what everybody does, or is this something that you? You know, that's a really good question. I don't see a lot of other soap makers making salt bars. And it was when I first started making soap, it was one of the first things that I made. Just beautiful. Because I love exfoliation. Yeah. And it's very important. Yes. I mean, you're a youngin. But I can tell you that uh, the as we age, um, because we don't regenerate cells quite so fast, you know, exfoliation is really important, you know, it's for the face even. And uh, f- certainly for the body. So I can't imagine uh, somebody not grabbing one of these at one of your sites because, yeah, I mean, salt is a, it gets a bad rap, I think, sometimes, you know? Yeah, that's, I mean, 
it just feels so good in that bar. Like of I said, course. it's a fine grain salt through the whole bar, mm-hmm. and then that chunky salt's just on the right. one side. So if you don't want that chunky side, that extra, you just use the other side. The other side, yeah. yeah. But like you said, having it on the on the kitchen, you know, in the kitchen after you've just done something greasy, greasy, right. gooey, that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, break absolutely. it up. Break it up. And then in I feel like I go through these phases in the in the winter. I switch between a salt bar and something else, depending because yeah. I I love that. And then that's the peppermint one that I have in front of you there. Yes. It's really like the smell of peppermint is it really so is. invigorating. It is. It's beautiful. It's not overly done either, which sometimes you know sometimes it can be you know, but not with this. It's beautiful. But yeah, congratulations. I I, I think I'm a fan of your salt bars. Thank you. It's beautiful. Thank you. Now what is this big laundry soap? Holy moly, what is that? So <laughs> I love that laundry soap. <laughs> so it's so to use like a, a a homemade laundry soap and you don't put it it's a powder. You don't put it in the little like chute on your washing in your washing machine. You would sprinkle one to two tablespoons wow. right on your clothes. And that um, it's a pretty simple formula. It's made with washing soda and baking soda and some borax and some shredded uh, Castile soap. Holy moly. Beautiful. Thank you. That's something. I mean, I I don't think I've ever seen that on, uh, you know, listed on other sites. It's I don't have it on my website because it's extremely heavy. Mm -hmm. So it would it would I feel like cost a lot to ship. So oh, it is something okay. that I really just bring to markets because it's so it's so heavy. And I like to use the glass jar because I hope that someone's going to reuse that glass, of course. that glass jar. Or if you've seen me at shows, if you return your laundry soap jar to me to buy another one, I'll give you a discount on your next one. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a mason jar. But I mean, come on. Right. I mean, who wouldn't reuse that? That's great. And only a tablespoon or two. Yep. It's like nothing. Right. And it'll <laughs> last a really long time. Yeah. Most of us, you know, with that commercial laundry detergent, we're using way too much of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe they want you to. This is Because then you're going to buy more, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's really fun. That's fun. When do you have uh, events coming up? Do you have any events that yeah, you absolutely. share with us? I am. So this weekend on Saturday, I'm going to be at the Pittsfield Old Home Days. Oh, that's a lot of fun. That's a big event. Yeah, I've not done that one yet. So I'm excited to do that. And we're also on Saturday going to be at the Psychic Healing event at Jump and Joy in Laconia. And and that's when this weekend? That's also on Saturday. So you're going to do Pittsfield and that one? Yep, I'm going to be at one and my son Ken will oh, be great. Good, will good, be good. at the other one. Ken is actually here in the studio. We couldn't talk him to talk talk him into to coming online, but that's okay. But yeah, so he'll take the other gig. Yep, he'll take the other gig. Gotcha. We definitely divide and conquer. Awesome. And then um, next Saturday, so Northwood is turning 250 years old this year. When? When is um, the big day? So the big event is on July 29th. Wow. I am so glad you said that because you know what? We we just did a segment. Oh, it will be too late. It won't run before that. July 29th. Yep. Okay. And that's uh, Northwood yep, Old it, Home Day or what is it? Yeah, it'll be. It's just the anniversary celebration. Anniversary celebration. Wow. They're going to do fireworks. They're doing... Um, I forget what they called it. It's they used to do be, like berries, baked beans in the earth yes, and a yes. bean. Of I know what you're talking bean about. Hole? Yes, I Is think it it's something hole? like that. Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean though. 
pretty cool. Yeah, so they're doing they've been doing events like all spring leading up to this and then I I think they might even have some after that. But yeah, they're going to um wow. they're going to do fireworks. There's going to be I think a shuttle coming from Co Brown cuz they're expecting a, lot, a of lot of people to attend. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So you'll be at that event? Yep. July 29th. Yep, we'll be at that July 29th. On the 30th, we're actually doing the Jewish Festival in Newington. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to be at the Sunflower Festival that's sponsored by Sun Fox Farm in Concord. Okay. We actually promoted that heavily on the last segment. Oh, so great. Yeah. That's going to be fun. So I mean, yeah. Six acres of sunflowers. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So is that, I know there's more than one sunflower festival oh, in New there? Hampshire. Yeah. So we're doing the one that's in Concord. It's um, Amber and Greg of Sun Fox Farm. Last year, I believe it was in Canterbury, and they just moved. That's a different one. Yeah. They right, just moved so to Concord. This is August 12th. They're doing one, and yep. then they're doing one on August 20th. Yep, it goes the 12th to the 20th. One, through the 20th? Yep. Okay, so it's a whole swarth. Yeah, gotcha, so yeah. The, the, the weekends will be bigger, but they are going to be open during the week as well. Wow. And they're, they're an amazing couple. They I know she did this beautiful dinner in the sunflower field last year, and she's repeating that this year. Not sure if there are tickets still available, but okay. what an amazing event. Sunflower Farm. Okay, that's a big one to know because people can really check out all of these things we've talked about, your laundry detergent, your deodorant, all of these special products. And that will be August 12th to the 20th. But when will you be there? We'll be there um, definitely both weekends. And we we think we're going to go during the week as well. Okay. So we're we're hoping to be there for every single day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good to know. I'm going to write that down myself. Maybe I can get over there. And uh, visit, because I love this kind of event. That would be great. That would yes. be great. We- and this is right in Concord, folks. This is yeah. very easy. If you want more information, it's sunfoxfarm.org. Sunfoxfarm.org. And that's August 12th to the 20th. Do you have any other dates you want to let us know about? Um, yeah, well, in the fall. I don't have the dates right in front of me, but we're, uh, we're going to be at the Pumpkin Festival in Milford again. Oh, that's a biggie. We're doing the Castleberry Fair in Meredith, where um, we always set up at the Demerit Apple Orchard in Lee, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, she has anywhere from five to ten vendors, and we're very grateful to be part of that little vendor family. Beautiful. So we do that every year, and then Christmas in Stratford as well. I, I think this is great. You're very busy. We are. Got lots going on. That's because you have a good product. Thank you. Right? You're Thank busy you so when much. you have a good product. So, uh, folks, the Postage Stamp Soap Company, all right? You have to make sure you take a look at their website. Um, and, again, beautiful card. I'm going to keep your card. That's how much I like that card. Thank you. Yeah, it just shows you that, uh, you know, marketing counts, Right. From the card all the way to the end of the product and even the presentation of the product. Um, your presentation's beautiful. Your little boxes, the little containers, um, beautiful. So that's all par for the course, right? Thank you. I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to see their product, they have a number of events that uh, they're coming up. But the, but, the, but the one that here in Concord I think is the big one would be the Sunflower event, August 12th to the 20th. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell us, what, what is it that you envisioned for your company in the next five years? Hmm. Where would you like to see it go? What a great question. So we want to build a barn on our property. So nice. as I've said, we live in, in Northwood. 
And, you know, a lot of people have a business right in their home. Yes. So what I would love to do is be able to walk out my back door to my work. <laughs> well, that sounds like it's doable. It'd be like a super far commute, right? Yeah, that's okay. 20 steps maybe. Good for you. I think that's a doable thing. So yeah, we'd Good love to you. build a barn and put the shop in there yes. and then also offer like some classes too. Good for you. Well, good luck with that. I think thank you, you. you have a great product and thank you very much for being with us here in Art for Living. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. It's a pleasure. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. All right. Again, we want to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Good Life Programs and Activities right here in Concord. And we thank you for joining us. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. New Hampshire Talk Radio. We thank you. Have a great day.